listening to Fox Sports Radio. 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 This is Straight Out of Vegas with the voice of Vegas, your host, R.J. Bell. The pregame show America has always wanted. I doubt the future. I doubt the future. From the Vegas Strip, here's R.J. Bell. Oh, man, you should have heard A.J. crying during the break. Oh, eh, you took me on that bet. Eh, eh. You, you want to back out now? Do you want to back out? If, you, if no. so, I'll let you for no. 20 bucks. Nope, no, not backing out. All right, all right. Listen, don't be afraid. Get a little gamble in you, AJ. Sometimes you got to lose to win. Well, give me some fair numbers every once in a while. Well, you said you liked it at even. I give you plus one ten. That's how you build. <laughs> that's how pros make money. And let me ask you a question: Is there anywhere else you can get a heads up Tampa Bay versus the Rams? So I think you've got you can a, get. You, you got a unique proposition. At odds that you think are positive EV, but you're crying. <laughs> What's the money line on the game right now, McKenzie? Uh, <clears throat> minus 150 for the Bucks. Yeah. So, I could, so you're saying I could get a better number on the Rams right now. Well, not really, but I guess maybe you could artificially try to create that, but it wouldn't be exactly that. It, it wouldn't be exactly that. And it, listen, it wouldn't be worth your trouble. This is a good positive EV bat for you. And by the way, we got a Rams. That's AJ. I've got the Tampa Bay Bucks, who I think they're about even teams. I think you're right. And and um, if one of them makes it to the Super Bowl, the other one loses. So I think you – good bet, AJ. Good bet. This Thanks, is RJ. the fastest growing show on Fox Sports Radio. Audience has doubled in the last year plus. And we'll, I'll teach you as you continue to listen how to take your friends too. That's the goal here at all times. Take <laughs> You are the your, master. <laughs> you can listen on the iHeartRadio app. Just search straight out of Vegas. Mike check. Mike check. If you want exclusive insight from the biggest names in the sports game, what's good? This is national champion and former pro baller Chris Johnson. And let me tell you a little bit about my new series, KJ Live. KJ Live is the only show featuring me going one-on-one with the brightest basketball minds on the planet to get the real. And when I say real, I mean that real. I got legendary Hall of Famers, elite coaches, and the top basketball insiders bringing you a unique perspective on all things hoops culture that you will not find anywhere else. To make your next move your best move. And tap in with me on KJ Live, wherever Get your podcast from. Be sure to catch live editions of Straight Out of Vegas weekdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. All right, RJ, where do you want to start? Do you want to look at look backward or do you want to look forward with the new Super Bowl odds? Yeah, let's do Super Bowl odds first. All right, let's start at the top where the Green Bay Packers current favorites three and a half to one plus three fifty if you'd like the Packers to win it all. Now three and a half to one. Now I gotta tell you, I have a theory that the winner of the KC Buffalo game will be favored in every other game they play, including a Super Bowl matchup with Green Bay. Now we're gonna see how different the lines are and we can discuss if I'm right about that you know now that I think about it you know what we should do maybe we should do both at the same time that'd be interesting talk about Green Bay's odds 
and then their odds in the game, and it will kind of make some sense maybe why certain teams are favored. You like that idea? That works for me. Okay. Uh, the Green so, Bay is a six-point favorite currently hosting the San Francisco 49ers. AJ, I'm supposed to be reading these. Why are you trying to oh, monopolize the show? I'm, an, I'm a mic hog. I <laughs> apologize. <laughs> All right. So right now, as AJ said, there's sixes out there, but a keen eye is going to say, you know, it's actually closer to five and a half. So we're going to say five and a half is the line, not what AJ told you incorrectly. Five and a half, the Packers over the 49ers. Now, it is kind of drifting to six. And as we said in the headlines, there are rumors about Jimmy G. Now, luckily, we've got the first cousin of Kyle Shanahan with us as producer. What are we hearing from the I'm not asking for inside info. Just tell us what you know, Mackenzie. All I know is that there are certain media members, such as Jason McIntyre, saying they're texting people inside the organization. I'm not. I'm respectfully waiting till the offseason to text my cousin Kyle. But they're saying lots of rumors, quote, the hand and shoulders are, quote, not good, like may not start good for Jimmy, not good for Jimmy G. Did you understand what he said, AJ? I got the gist of it. Can you can you translate He's saying that there are media members saying that the hand, the thumb, and the shoulder are not looking good to the point where Jimmy G may not actually play this weekend. Well, I mean, I think even if he's 10% off, shouldn't Trey Lance be in there? Well, I mean, they invested heavily in the guy. Obviously, there's a lot of faith in him, right? You know, we haven't done the the redraft for a while. I knew this is where it was going to go. So, Mackenzie, I want you to prepare, and let's put uh, Davis Mills in there. So you got six draft choices. Now, we'll wait until we get to, um, well, I guess, well, yeah, we'll wait until we get to the 49ers in the Super Bowl odds, and then you can give us uh, your redraft right now. I think one thing that's working in Mackenzie's favor right now is Trey Lance is the only one still in the playoffs. Uh, and he's thrown the exact same number of passes as Trevor Lawrence in the playoffs. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> and all 49ers fans hope for sure that continues yes. along those lines. Okay, so Green Bay between five and a half and six. And listen, here's what we're going to be repeating all week. The Green Bay Packers in 2022 have the best, the strongest home field advantage in the NFL. It's a full three. And some would say it's the only home field that's worth the old school three. And with Green Bay, it's not the cold. It's not the fans. It's the surface of the field. The grass is funny. Now, I'm not making any jokes there. But you see people slipping and sliding. And it's like, hey, if you've got a funny surface or a quirky surface, like the old Boston Garden, the parquet floor, being familiar with it and knowing exactly the spikes, exactly the way to run is a huge advantage. And this line speaks to that, I think, because I think most people wouldn't say Green Bay is that much better. Home field obviously is strong and also now questions the quarterback. And thus, it makes sense Green Bay is the Super Bowl favorite at plus 350. Second favorite. Well, the Chiefs and Bills are second and third, and they play each other, so this will be easy. The Chiefs four to one, the Bills five to one to win the Super Bowl. Okay, so four to one and five to one. Now, see, this is curious to me because right now the line in the Chiefs game is two. That's probably the home field advantage, if not a little bit more. 
So this line is saying, because KC during the playoffs has a strong home field. I think two and a half would be fair. So the fact that the line is two right now, and there's some two and a halves out there, but it's more towards two. That says the Bills are considered to be a slightly better team. And with home field accounted for. Sure. So if they win this game, they should have just the same chance as any other team. Uh, They actually, if I'm not mistaken, they have the seeding over Cincinnati, right? They are, yeah, this is the 2-3 matchup. So okay. the, the, the winner of this game would go to Tennessee or host the Bengals. Okay, so both so the home field advantage of in the next round for this winner is going to be the same, right? Yes. Only distinct. Okay, so I don't understand why the Bills would be considered better by a smidge in this game but have worse Super Bowl odds. Any thoughts? No, that's a good point uh, because you're right. I, I would say Kansas City probably gets two and a half for home field, so they are saying the Bills are at least at least even. Mm-hmm. So getting an extra a tick on the on the Bills seems maybe like there's value versus the Chiefs. I would also expect that the Bills are maybe being looked at a little inflated right now, coming off of the win that they just had. But if they're inflated, the the, the more liquid market, the spreads are going to represent that truth, not the. Not the uh, Super Bowl market. Well, that's what I'm saying. Don't you believe that the reason why maybe the, it looks like the Bills are a little bit or an even team or slightly better is because no, no, there's no, an overreaction to is, that one game? What I'm saying is if the Bills are inflated, if they have a premium on them that's unfair, if they're too expensive, it's going to show up in the Super Bowl odds, which is a less liquid market. It's a less savvy market. The Especially pre-game day. Gotcha. Hundreds of millions going to be bet on this game. It's not going to. It's going to have less of a chance of having a square number associated with it, especially before game day. I was tricking you. There is a clear reason that Kansas City has better Super Bowl odds. I just wanted to see if you knew. You tricked be, me. It's because of future <laughs> exposure or futures exposure from earlier in the year. If you think about it, Kansas City was the favorite entering the season over Tampa Bay. And they had a little lull, but then they surged back and have been the AFC favorite for quite a while. So it's probably a situation where they think there's similar chances to win it, but they just don't want Kansas City action because they got so much of it. Or at least they wanted a little bit less because they're lopsided on Kansas City, would be my guess. Around week eight, the Kansas City Chiefs were 13 to one to win the Super Bowl. So I, that, that would make a lot of sense. Yeah, they got a lot of action as the favorite. They got a lot of action as a long shot bat. Just a lot of action. And the books don't like to be too lopsided. And thus, they just make it a little less attractive. And a second possibility is that the Bills in the first matchup dominated Kansas City. There was talk all offseason that they were building the team, the Bills, to beat Kansas City. And it feels like that this matchup is advantage Buffalo by a little bit more than what the power ratings would say. Would you agree with that? I do agree with that. Yeah, so there you go. Next teams. The next team is the Tampa Bay Bucks at 5 to 1. Now, the Rams are not before them. They are not. Okay. <laughs> thank, okay. thank you for pointing that out. Okay, now, Tampa Bay is favored by 3 points against the Rams. Now, home field advantage in Tampa is probably one and a half. Now, Tampa played well at home this year, but last year it was kind of not the case, so I'm not sure how much to put into that. So I think one and a half is fair. So this is saying that Tampa is clearly better and that whoever wins this game, you know, if it's the Rams, they have less of a chance than Tampa to advance. And, and thus, I like my position. 
Thoughts, AJ? Yeah, and this is another game where that's a rematch from earlier this year where the Rams dominated the Bucks 34-24. So the, the fact that this number is is at three is saying that these teams are clearly different now or the Rams are, are not quite the team that beat the Bucks early in this season. Now, do you like the Rams here? Uh, I would say I lean to the Rams here. Okay, so you, at three, at three, I'll pro- I'll probably end up playing some on the Rams at three. Yeah. Okay, so right now the three is actually a little cheap, and if you want the plus three, it's more towards, you know, minus one twenty or so. So it's kind of like at two point seven five would be a way to think about it. Okay, next team. The next team, well, is the the L.A. Rams. After that, the Tennessee Titans at eight to one. And the Rams were at seven and a half to one, correct? Yes, sir. And Tampa five to one. Okay, and then Tennessee eight to one. Tennessee eight to one, taking on the Bengals, who are fifteen to one. Okay, so Bengals are the uh, the biggest underdog, by, uh, the biggest long shot by far. Yes, eleven to one. The 49ers drops to fifteen with the Bengals, who are the eighth favorite. Okay, so Tennessee with the buy, three and a half point favorites against the Bengals. It's interesting. At some spots. This game opened at two and a half, and I would have loved Tennessee at two and a half. I actually like the Titans. What's our sense of, on Henry? Obviously, or it seems likely he's going to play. Uh, has anyone caught any wind of how effective he looks or how healed he looks in practice? I've not seen anything like that, but if Cam Akers last night for the Rams – is any indication these guys are coming back for the playoffs that like that they've saved for the playoffs or coming back ready to go? Uh, I, so I'm gonna, I'm certainly not going to bet against the Titans based on oh I don't think I don't think Derrick Henry is going to be that good I I, th- I think he's off I think he's stiff I, because Cam Akers had a worse injury and he came back looking great last night so I think the fact that they kept him out all this time for this reason I expect it, I expect him to be ready to go. Be sure to catch live editions of Straight Out of Vegas weekdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. You know, we were talking, you said that Deshaun Watson, AJ, got paid this year. Yes. How, how do I get a job like that? It's a good question. It's a really good job to have, I, mean, I would say. You do stuff that is, to whatever degree, it, however it turns out, that causes you not to be able to play this year, and you just sit and collect the money. Yeah, and I don't mean, have to take any of the heat for the team having a bad season. But things are working out well. Oh, my gosh. When does the player empowerment end? Okay, here's the thing about Derrick Henry. And, and to some degree, I'm a little optimistic, too, but I think there's a good 40% chance especially with a big man and feet. You see it in the NBA all the time. And sometimes, you know, someone hurts those feet, those seven-footers, and they, they never are the same. Obviously, Bill Walton was an old-school example of that. Yao um, Ming. Yeah, for sure. And that's a big man, but yes, no doubt. And I'm not even saying Henry won't, because I think in general the fatigue issues, the – whole rule of 370 or whatever that was that 270 or 370 I can't remember I think 270 right the the old school idea you can't run the ball so much or the next year you drop off well no one did it for like 10 years and then Henry does it it doesn't even bother him now you could say well this injury maybe it's a you know attributed to the fatigue I don't know right people get hurt but I think there's a I mean here's my question AJ if they think 
you know, he probably isn't going to be 100%, but he's better than nothing. Isn't this the game they play him, even if that's the case? I think so, yeah. And wouldn't you make the case that the last week of the regular season, that if he could have played, they would have wanted him to get a, a dress rehearsal? To knock some rust off. Yep. It seems like it would have made some sense. So doesn't it say then that he wasn't ready in week 18? That maybe this is the game that they're knocking off some rust? Yeah, or, or maybe it's a sign that if he was right. I mean, the thing about when someone misses a game is you know that if they, the next game they play, you know they weren't ready as recently as that prior game. So we knew he wasn't ready that Sunday. Now it's uh, 13 days later. Is he ready? Now, 13 days is, is a while, so it could be. But, you know, I think there's a real chance he isn't ready. But, but think- again, better than 50%, I'd say he is. Do you think at some point that they gave Derrick Henry the option of, hey, do you, do you want to come back and get some carries against the Texans in Week 18, or do you want to save it for the playoffs? Do you think that's possible? We're talking about player uh, in, empowerment. Do you think that they gave him that choice? From what I – again, I've never been in the locker rooms like you were, so I'll give my perspective on this and you can give yours. My sense is the players almost always want to play. If it's a viable option – they want to play in almost all cases in the NFL. Would you agree with that? I do agree with that. So my thought is is it was a doctor's decision because, again, Henry seems like a tough mofo. Right. Or the trainer said, hey, we're not recommending that he play this week. Okay, we reviewed the Super Bowl odds and the favorite Green Bay and clearly favorite Tampa over the Rams, if you have a chance to bet that <laughs> at plus 110. 